Good morning, everybody. How are you? Bless you today. Um, I want to tell you, uh, go to encur Encouraging God. Yeah, I think so. Uh, EncounteringGodMinistries.org is our website. Uh, you can go there. You can get my bl uh, blogs and, and other things on there. Uh, we've worked really hard on getting that thing out. And so go ahead and, and, and go there. Uh, another thing. This is my first book put out in 2018, SOS, Song of Songs, A 50-Day Journey into the Heart of God. If you have not gotten it, it's a, it's a devotional geared for like five or ten minute meditations per day. And uh, like, like one of them per day for the next 50 days to draw you into an encounter with the king of the universe, to draw you into an encounter with the lover of your soul. And, um, and that's the goal. That's the purpose of this thing. And so, um, yeah, go ahead and get it. My second book, you know, we're still waiting for the, um, for the publisher to finish it. We've got a lot of stuff. Uh, good morning and very supernatural Saturday, a very joyful supernatural Saturday to you as well. Praise God. <clears throat> well, I want to pick up here uh, on Song of Songs, chapter 3 this time, but I want to go back for just a second just to talk about this one thing where, where, the, where the Shulamite says to him, I will come away another time. I will come away later. Okay? Uh, she, she said this because there is a, um, you know, there, there's something in her heart. She still feels at this point that she is discouraged. She's not good enough for him. I've, I've, uh, you know, it, it's like I've had people come to me, uh, you know, when I was working and, and just say they don't feel good enough or accepted by God because they're not good enough. Well, or, or they, they haven't felt strong enough or good enough. Well, I have to tell you that God doesn't care about that. Uh, the blood of Jesus is more than sufficient to take care of whether or not you feel in your heart that you are ready or that you are, uh, that, that you are, um, good enough for him. In Romans chapter eight, I think it's about verse 15. He says, you didn't receive the spirit of a religious duty leading you back into that uh, feeling of never being good enough, but you've been given, you've been given the spirit of full acceptance, full acceptance. And this is what God is doing for you. So she says this, and this is the result of her feeling this way. This is that result of her feeling this way. She says, night after night, I'm tossing and turning on my bed of travail. Why did I let him go for me? How my heart now aches for him, but he's nowhere to be found. So I must rise in search of him. Verse two of chapter three, Song of Songs, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. So I must rise in search of him, looking throughout the city, seeking until I find him. Even if I have to roam through every street, nothing will keep me from my search. Where is he? My soul's true love. He is nowhere to be found. And then I encountered the overseers as they encircled the city. So I asked them, have you found him, my heart's true love? Just as I moved past them, I encountered him. Though I found the one I adore. I caught him and fastened myself to him, refusing to be feeble in my heart again. Now I'll bring him back to the temple within where I was given new birth into my innermost parts, the place of my conceiving. <clears throat> I want to I wanna talk about some of this. That's just verses one through four. Um, when you push God aside, what happens is your soul gets anxious. 
your 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 body can't respond you can't you can't sleep at night um you know there are times when god visits you at night and 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 the only way to find that out is if you wake up in the middle of the night and you go hi holy spirit you know what what you know do you want to talk and then find out from there and then, and then and then you just bring yourself to prayer because if it's the enemy um and you bring yourself to prayer that's going to upset him and he's not going to want to hang around very long but if it's the lord he can then talk to you i remember samuel in first samuel when when he was sleeping all of a sudden he heard samuel and then so he ran to eli and said yeah you've called and he said no i didn't call you go back to sleep so he goes back to sleep and he heard samuel again <clears throat> and then um and then actually the third time you know uh, uh eli gets the, gets the net here he gets the understanding hey listen if it happens again just say i am here lord speak and um and then so samuel did it and the rest you can read in 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 first samuel so she says here night after night i'm tossing so it wasn't just like one evening it was like night and she stayed away from the one who called her to come away with him she stayed away from him she goes i'll find you another time you know i i get a lot of people asking me a lot of times if if they're on their deathbed and um you know yeah if they're on their deathbed will they and, and they give their heart to jesus just before they die will they go to heaven well i answer reluctantly but i answer yes you will go to heaven because god you know god's faithful and that's his blood and that's what he purchased but why wait that long god's interest is not getting you into heaven it's getting heaven into you and and if you can if you can hear this and if you can receive what i'm saying is that god wants to get you into him God wants you to be focused upon him. God wants you to be into him. And um, and I always go back to that friend of mine in, in Malawi, missionary in Malawi, where she said, you know, hey, um when she was 11, she gave her she asked Jesus into her heart. But when she was 31, she she asked Jesus if she can come into his heart. Big difference. So here here this woman says I will come away another time but then what the the results of that the consequence remember God always forgives your sins he will always forgive your sin he will always forgive you if you if you ask him to create in me a clean heart david said and renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from your presence restore the the joy of the holy spirit that's what he says in psalm 51 you can read it but there's always a consequence there's always a consequence to your sin You know I I saw this yesterday and I thought it was really cute. Take a take an aluminum can, buy a can of coke, take an aluminum can and squeeze it really tight and crush it. And then apologize to it and see if it, if if it becomes a whole can again. Of course not. So when you, when you're there just got to recognize, hey listen. You know there are scars, there are things that go through your life and go into your life. But when you come and and then apologize to Jesus he says that if we confess our sin he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness not only forgive us but to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and that is all the things that the sin had done he he, he desires to cleanse it now now I I know a lot of single mothers there's a lot of single mothers here at Bethel uh and there there's a lot actually there's a lot of single mothers all around the country and um you know and they and they always every time they wake up in the morning uh they they see the result the consequence 
of that, that sin that they committed all those years or months ago. And it's something that they have to be freed from. And Jesus cleanses that. Can I say that he makes them, he makes them as if it never happened before in their bodies, physically in their bodies. They become, they become brand new again. And God's able to do it. But every time they look at the child, you know, they remember that day. They remember that, 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 uh, hor- I'm not going to say horrible, but they remember the time of pregnancy. They remember the birth of a child born out of wedlock. Whether, whether they're born again or not doesn't matter. There are consequences to your sin. If you're going to drink alcohol and, and, and all that, I'm, I'm personally not one that, that says you, it's okay to drink, uh, to, to excess. But, um, you know, it, it's like this. There's so many consequences. If you're drunk and you're driving, guess what? You're either going to get arrested or in an accident. No two ways about it. It's going to happen. There are consequences to your sin. Yes, Jesus will forgive you, and yes, he'll cleanse you, but you have to understand. There are plenty of people in jail that are experiencing the consequences of their sin, even though they've been forgiven. Selah. Selah, however you want to say it. And then all of a sudden in this, she says to him, I'm tossing and turning on my bed of travail. It's no longer a bed of comfort. It's a bed of travail. She's struggling. She's hurting. She's, she's feeling it right now. She's feeling it right now. Why did I let him go from me? Pounding the bed and bam, bam, just crushing the bed or the mat or the, or the floor or the desk, whatever. Why did I let him go from me? A lot of times we have what we've been looking for, and we've turned it away because we think that there's something better. Can I tell you that there's nothing better than Jesus? Whoa, Jesus, come on. She says, how my heart now aches for him, but he's nowhere to be found. I'm aching for you. I'm aching for you. God says, come back. God always says, come back. He says, come away with me. And do you remember in chapter one, he says, where do you go? Where, where do you lead your lovers? And he says, follow in my footsteps. So this is what she does. She goes, so I must rise and search for him looking throughout the city, seeking until I find him. Even if I have to roam through every street, nothing will keep me from my search. Nothing will keep me from my search. This, this is a picture of, of the church, right? I must rise and search for him looking throughout the city. You know, sometimes you have to go to a place where there's order. Sometimes you have to go to a place where there's people who know. That's what the city represents here. It's a picture of it. You got to seek him till you find him. This doesn't mean he's in the goosebumps. He can be. It doesn't mean he's in the song. He can be. There's so much more where God is. And we just have to, we just have to be able to get there. Go and find him. Go to the place and find him. Do you remember when Jesus was on the boat? He was sleeping in the boat. And, um, and you know, even, even Jesus, if he's awakened uh, in, the middle of a, in the middle of a great nap, all of a sudden he, he'll get a little surly. I get it. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. Anyway, he gets up and, uh, and, and the disciples, don't you care that we're going to die? Well, what was Jesus' last command? What was Jesus' last statement before he went to sleep? 
let us go to the other side. Now they're going on the other side, whether they're going in the water, above the water, or under the water, uh, they're, they're going to the other side. Whether they're in the boat or swimming, it doesn't matter. They're going to make it to the other side. What was on the other side was freedom for a gentleman who had been bound up with chains all these years. And the thing is, I wasn't going to go here, but I'm going to. Uh, the thing is that this man was crying out to be free because he would continually break the chains. He wanted to be free, but he couldn't be free because of the stuff around him, because of this bondage that, that not only he had himself in with the demons, but also with the people put around him because they didn't want the, the, the ugliness. They didn't want that around them. A lot of times we put ourselves into prisons, self-made prisons, that people want to keep us there. You've made mistakes in your life. You know, you're alive for Pete's sake. Unless you're a brand new born baby, there's, there's, there, there's, you've made mistakes. I get it. But God is bigger than the mistakes. And you've put yourself into captivity. You've put, sorry, you've put yourself into prison. And God's saying it's time to be free. When Jesus got off the boat, he saw the man. Who are you, son of God? You know, we know who you are, the Holy One of God. And he told him to be quiet. Found out he had a legion. I don't know how many a legion is of, of, of demons inside of him. And he told them to leave and to go into the pigs. It's another message for another time, but I guess just kind of want you to be there for a second. That's why I'm hesitating moving on, because I feel like I feel like there's something sinking in. Stop putting yourself in the cave. Stop putting yourself into the prisons. Stop putting yourself into a place where you can't you feel like you can't get out. Who is bigger, God or your sin? Who is bigger, God or your or, or your self-made bondage obviously God is bigger and God wants to set you free read read um, Isaiah 61 first few verses he wants to set you free I'm going to look throughout the city and seeking until I find him that is a diligent search and we talked about it we talked about this diligent search that he had that, that we need to have. Seek the Lord while he is approachable. If you, you know, if you seek me, you will find me. If you search for me with all your heart, this is what's happening to her. She is searching with all of her heart. Hey, even if I have to roam through every street, nothing, even if you have to go up and down the aisles of the church, even if you have to go around to, 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 to places where you feel uncomfortable, even if you have to go around to those places, even if you have to go up and down the aisles and try different spots, where are you, Holy Spirit? I, I have this gift in me where I can see the whole, I can see where God, where God is moving. And a lot of times I go to that spot just to be, and I'm saying God is everywhere, yeah, but there are places where he moves. 
and I see him walking around and I want to go there and I want to be with him and I want to be touched by him, especially in the corporate setting. And she says this, nothing will keep me from my search. In other words, she has a, she has a single focus. She has her face, so to speak, set like a flint to find him. She cries out, where is he, my soul's true love? He is nowhere to be found. She's looking up and down the streets. People, he, she's looking up and down the streets to find him. And she's, he's nowhere to be found. There's something that has to take place. I don't know what it is in, in, this, in this thing for the Shulamite. Maybe she had unfinished business. I don't know that answer. But all I know is that she searched for him. Where is he? Where is my soul's true love? It's like Samson when he says he didn't know that the spirit had left him after Delilah has cut his hair. We'll pick this up on Monday. Is this Memorial Day weekend? I think it is. Yeah, so we'll pick this up on Monday. Uh, with verse 3, but but just know that your search, if you seek me, you will find me if you search for me with all your heart. That's what he says. Psalm 27, 8. One of my favorite verses, the Lord said, seek my face. I said, Lord, your face I will seek. Without faith, Hebrews eleven six. without faith it's impossible to please him, but you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's a rewarder. He's a rewarder. Yeah, Matthew 6, 33. But seek, diligently go after, run after the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then everything that you're crying for will be added unto you. You know what I found the biggest cry is of this, of this generation? The biggest cry of the generation is not that they need money. It's not that. The biggest cry of the generation is not that they need love, although they do need love. The biggest cry of this generation is to be free. The United States, we're not free. You know, we, we've had men and women uh, fighting battles on the, on the battlefield to keep our freedom, but we are not free because of people sitting behind desks. We are not free. Tyranny is raising its ugly head. But go after God. It's still not as bad as the Roman Empire was. It's not as bad as Nero. It's not as bad as, 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 as Herod. It's not as bad as Caesar Augustus. It's not as bad as Caligula. It's not as bad yet. But if the church will rise up and seek the face of Jesus, then we will be the people. Then we will be the people that go after these things. That we will be the people to change society. Did you know that you have the ability to change an atmosphere? By not agreeing with discouragement, by not, not agreeing with despair, not agreeing with the spirit of, of poverty, which is different than just being broke without money. The spirit of poverty is like you get into the survival mode. Instead of understanding that you are an heir to the promise, 
You are a joint heir with Jesus. How did I get on that? I'll never know. But just know that, that it's, it's, a, it's something that God is doing. It's something that God is doing. You can be part of the crowd that yells, you know, the emperor is naked. Or you can be that one person, you know. You can be that one person that, that the emperor um, has, to, has to look at. You can be that one person. That, the, that, that says the emperor is naked. These aren't invisible clothes. The emperor is naked. And I understand it's not in every state of the union right now. It's worldwide, but it's not in every state of the union. People are starting to take back. We've heated suggestions. Where did you lose him? Do you remember what Jesus said when he got out of the boat? Now, that's where I was going with that before I got off on a little rabbit trail. What did Jesus say when he got up? He said, he, said, he calmed the first two things he did was he stopped the storm. Peace, be still. He rebuked the wind. Peace, be still. Shalom, be still. And then he turned around and he looked at the disciples and he says, where did you leave your faith? Where's your faith? It didn't mean that they didn't have any. He just said, where did you leave it? Where did you leave your faith? Let's go get it. And that's what God's doing. Well, anyway, we'll end it there. Spent a lot of time here today, but but just uh, just be at peace. Be at peace with what God's doing in your heart and run after him. Seek him with all your might. Wherever you seek him, go to your prayer closet, seek him. Go to the mountains, seek him. Go to the places where you know he is and go seek him. Hold him, embrace him, and never let him go. God bless you guys. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you the next time.